Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Fun and Gains podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton. And you know what? Wednesdays are the best days because it is podcast day. I just want to say, I went to the Arnold this past weekend, and I want to kind of give a little recap because that was an absolute blast. But to all of you who came up to me and said that you were a fellow podcasty, just know how deep our love runs. I loved how many of you were podcast listeners and came up to say hi. I absolutely loved meeting so many of you. It's honestly a dream come true. Like I don't feel like I get enough opportunities to be able to meet you guys face to face. Like I wish I could do so many events and get to know you like workout groups or whatever. So being able to actually have that opportunity, thanks to PE Science, to be able to meet you in person and hug and squeeze you seriously made my day. That was for sure the highlight of my trip. So thank you everybody who we got to meet and share a moment together. That was really, really cool. Every single one of you were absolutely amazing and you are amazing. I'll be honest, the weekend at the Arnold was an absolute blast. It was a little bit tiring. Like we would stay up so late talking, me, Savannah, Millie, and then one night we stayed up with Erin, who is from TikTok. She's absolutely amazing. Absolutely loved her company and just meeting her and filming TikToks and everything together. She's absolutely amazing. But we would stay up so late every night and then have to wake up so early the next morning. And I was just like, Ooh, it was getting a little bit hard. Definitely having a lack of sleep and I'm still trying to catch back up on not really sleeping for quite some time. So, you know, it's taken me a little bit, get back into the routine, get back on, you know, a good schedule. But I was honestly just so stoked to go to the Arnold. At the Arnold, there were a lot of these like crazy events. There was like a slab fight. There was like medieval fighting. There were a lot of things other than like bodybuilding that I thought was super fascinating. And I need to post more of this in my story in my vlog. I will have an entire like behind the scenes vlog coming up to just kind of get a whole recap of that week, definitely for memories, but also I feel like it's so fun to be able to bring you along through all of that. So it is now time for our review segment. I wanna highlight a review at the beginning of every episode because it means the world to me and I love you guys so much. So this review is from At Home Yogi and it says, my favorite fitness podcast. I never leave reviews, but I honestly owe Brittany so much. 
I actually found her via this podcast and her infectious good humor and really practical approach to fitness really inspired me to pick up my fitness routine and get consistent. Since then, I have followed her on IG, YouTube, and I highly recommend. First of all, thank you so much. Your reviews seriously mean the world to me. So thank you anybody who has specifically gone out of their way to be able to write a review for this podcast or even give it a rating. So thank you. Big hugs. Freaking love you. And with that being said, let's hop into this episode. I am having Kelty O'Connor on, who is a YouTuber. I met her at the Gymshark Winnie Simmons pop-up, and we were able to have a lot of deep chats about setting boundaries, and I love a couple things that she specifically does in her life that I thought, you know what, this will be a really fun podcast episode, and I feel like it's really helpful for you guys to be able to hear from others. I do have some solo episodes coming up, as well as some episodes with Darian, so you have that to look forward to as well. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Kelty is such a fun and bubbly personality. She is from Canada for all of my Canadians. And without further ado, let's bring Kelty onto the podcast. You guys, we're welcoming Kelty O'Connor to the podcast today. Round of applause, round of applause. Thank you, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. Kelty is such a fun person to talk to. Like you are, you're just so fun. And yeah. we first met in LA at the Gymshark mm-hmm. Winnie Simmons pop-up. I feel like I say that with a lot of the guests, but like that's the first time we meet in person yeah. where it's like, it's fun to continue to have conversations because it's like, we've already met before. So it's like, it's so nice. Like it was just, and it's so funny where you're like, oh, I know so much about you, but then you haven't actually met in real life. But then like, you're just like, instantly friends because you're like oh I know so much about you skip the small talk and it's just like friendship right away which was just so fun and like meeting everyone in real life and I absolutely loved it and like you were like instant energy there's some people you just meet and instantly it's just like my impulse is like I just want to hug you and like you're you're 100% one of those people so I absolutely loved it dude what thank you I feel the same about you wait are you wearing the new um the new headphones yeah the, the, the like the apple max they were uh my boyfriend got them for my birthday oh. for me i know okay spill the deets do you like them because i've seen them all over tiktok i have like a love hate for them okay because like first of all they are stupidly overpriced i'm gonna start there. oh yeah like, I, I would never buy it for myself like but my boyfriend's like a big like tech nerd kind of thing mm-hmm. and i'm a big like tech nerd being a youtuber so like that was why he got it for me the best way I could describe them is if you want like a really cinematic experience, like you're watching, you're always traveling and you want to like watch a lot of Netflix videos and you really want like surround portable surround sound. Like that's what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so that's where like, I like when I travel and go overseas and that and I watch a Netflix movie or whatever, I'm like, Oh, I'm getting the full experience on the plane, but like, I would never work out with them. Like they're, yeah. they're quite heavy. And like, if I chew gum, they really hurt my jaw. So there's oh, a little yeah. fun fact just because they're, they're so big, but then like, they're not as heavy. Like I have my like DJ headphones and that they're a little bit heavier, but not like crazy, yeah. but they're not like studio headphones. So they're, I don't really know who they're for. Cause there's like a consumer headphone. Yeah. So they're, they confuse me, but I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know for yeah. the full cinematic experience. Cause exactly. you, you travel so much. You're, you're, you live in Canada. You actually were just in LA and your yeah. boyfriend lives in Sweden, right? Yeah. So I'm so, actually 
crazy. I'm a Swedish resident now. Like we, we got Woo-hoo! my residency card. I know it was a process to get, but like, yeah, I kind of bounced my time back and forth. But when COVID happened, I wasn't able to go there. So we were like, let's just apply for a residency. And now like Sweden can't deny me because I'm a resident. So it's great. <laughs> okay. That is so cool. Well, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a background? There is so much we can talk about and so much we can get into. And I'm so excited to just kind of unravel and talk about everything. But let's give everybody like a basic overview because I already know so many things about you. But I want everybody to kind of get like a little bit of an idea because we can talk about, you know, long distance relationships. You, mm-hmm. I want to talk about your trip to LA and even on your stories, yeah. you were like, it's taking me a second, you know, like after a vacation or after you travel, you're just scrambled. So just... Give a little intro of Kelty O'Connor. Let's hear it. Oh, thank you. I will do the Sparks notes because I could go on <laughs> forever. But um, I guess as quickly as possible, I was an athlete growing up. That was my thing. Like I played basketball, volleyball, competitive swimming. That I was a sporty girl. That was my life. And then I went on to play college basketball, which was amazing, but blew up my knee and then had an identity crisis during those years. And that's mm-hmm. oh, many of years. And I've talked about that story, but it was up and downs and figuring out my life and gr- moving away from fitness and away from working out post sports. It's kind of like, what's the point of working out was kind of my mentality. And then at the same time, figuring out what I want to do career wise. And I was always really into, uh, I love Grey's Anatomy and house. So I tried to get to med school thinking I wanted to like be a doctor. And then I realized later on, I was like, no, no, no. You wanted to be on Grey's Anatomy. You didn't want to be a doctor, (laughs) but it was many of roads. And then I found this beautiful thing called YouTube. And I was like, wait, you can make your like own TV show and your own movie and all that. And so I, and then at that same time, kind of fell in love with fitness while I was rehabbing my knee and wanting to be healthy and realizing like how powerful you could feel. And then, yeah, slowly over time started doing the fitness thing online because that's what I was doing. And I, I didn't ever want a fitness channel. It was just more, I wanted to make content and I was ironically doing fitness. So it just kind of was like a combo. So maybe that's why I've never really been like a quote unquote, like fitness YouTuber. Like I just happened to do fitness on YouTube, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And yeah, I hustled my butt and then through the grace of God or whatever, one day it took off and now I'm a full-time YouTuber. That's so cool. I love Kelty's videos. How would you explain them? A lot of challenges you do. It, they're, they're fun. Thank you. They're, uh, I, I guess I've kind of tried to figure out what I want to do on YouTube for a long time. A lot of trial and error. I just happened I did a lot of just trying different workouts and I would like review and those are starting to take off. But then a lot of the, it was during like the challenge era of yeah. YouTube when that was like the big thing. And I was like, okay, that's what people want. I'm going to do it by no means that I want to like try some of the challenges I did. It was just more, I was like, if it's entertaining, I'm willing to do it. Um, yeah. And then it, that like, I didn't really want to do it. I think the audience wanted to do it. So I've kind of transitioned away and now I've done like, I have two series on my channel. So I do have the 30 day challenges, but they're a little less extreme and a bit more of just like, what would happen if I commit to something every single day and will it change or not? And then between that, I have my unbox series, which is like uh, unboxing, I not controversial, but just topics that I find interesting while I just really unbox things. So I either unbox or try on. And so, yeah, I have those two kind of sit down podcasty video and then I have my 30 day challenges and that's, that's my channel right now. I love it. And you're doing kind of a running. I know you've been doing a running streak. Yeah. Tell me about that. I'm like, I'm so curious. You're on day. Like what what day are you on? I'm on day 93 and it's like, it's, (laughs) this is 
going to sound dumb. I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm being honest at this point. Like the first 30 days, I was just really craving running. And I was like, you know what? I don't know why. I just want to do it. And it was like the best thing for me. Like I really got into that state of like flow I talked about. Like yeah. I've been craving since actually since basketball, I haven't got in. I've done weightlifting has been great. And I've tried every kind of cross and everything, but just nothing really did it, but running did. And I did the 30 days. And then I was like, well, I can't just like stop. Like, and it's, it's an interesting thing about human nature. Cause I was like, well, if I stop now, like what a waste. And so I've just been like, Hey, just keep going. Like, I don't really have an end goal. I'm just kind of like, Hey, we'll just keep running. I aim for like a minimum a mile a day right now. Yeah. Um, and then just really, really listen to my body. Like it's something you can definitely do and hurt yourself and overtrain. But, uh, because I was an athlete and I did all running sports, I feel my body's just it would yeah. be weirder if I didn't run every day for it. Like it's just very adapted. I, that's how I can do it injury free, but I'm not doing, I learned that the hard way. One week, I like way up to my volume. I was like 5k, 8k, 10k. And then the next day I was like, I'm broken. So that yeah. was a, a lesson, but yeah, I'm now on day 93 and I'm definitely gonna go for a hundred. Um, oh, but yeah. then after that, I'm, I, I think I want to go start training for like short distance. Actually, I thought I'd want to train for long distance. That was kind of in the back of my head. I was like, let's do a 10 K. Oh, I, I am doing a 10 K in April, but I thought I'd do Yay. like marathon triathlon, but now I'm yeah. like, no, I want to get faster, not be able to run longer, like improve my hundred, my 200, like the explosiveness. Yes. And that's kind of where my heart is right now, which I, I don't know what that will look like, but that's kind of <laughs> how I've shifted my training. That is cool. You know, I, I'll be honest like last week or this week, I have started to do sprints again. And I also did like track. I did cheer yeah. lots of just short distance. I always did like mm -hmm. the hurdles, the sprints, yeah. jumping. I could see that. And so, oh my gosh, it hits different than weightlifting. Mm -hmm. It is different. I don't like running like long miles, yeah. but doing sprints, like even like sprinting, you know, a 400, like a whole lap around the track, it does mm -hmm. something. It is. I love it. it. It's, it's like a weird meditation. Yeah. That's why I can describe it because you can literally not think of anything else, but like full on. And by the time you're done, you're just like, whoa, where was I? I feel so, I don't know why, but I feel so in tune with myself and my body too mm -hmm. while I do it. It's something at like at a certain point while I'm running, my body, like, I don't know what it is, but I get so much like extra energy. It's like this burst <laughs> of like, I don't know. It's like it hits and I'm just like striding. It is, it is like euphoria. It is amazing. I it, it literally it. is like we talk about exercise endorphins. Sprinting yeah. is oh. a different one. It's like the max. Like yes. if you want to truly experience it, that's like running. It's like the runner's high on crack. It is. Terms, but... I forget that there's a runner's high and I, I haven't yeah. like tried to do cardio for such a long time and I've just started mm -hmm. doing it. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is something that I, it feels comfortable because I did it while I was young. So doing yeah. it again, it just like it hits. And I'm like, this is cool. Like I, oh, love, I love it. Hearing that. Yeah. Like, it's powerful, but like yeah. elegant in a weird way. I don't know how to describe it. But once you know, and like yeah. if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, like just keep <laughs> trying and one day you'll get it and you'll be like, Oh, oh these yeah. girls are right. Like it's just high on high. Yeah. That is so cool. Oh man. Alrighty. So you did basketball in college mm -hmm. talking about yes. sports. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's, I loved hearing your story because we were on the panel together. Were we, yeah. we were on the panel, right? At the same time? Yeah. Or were we separate? Yeah. But I mm -hmm. sat and listened to tears. Anyways, I, I just, 
I loved hearing you speak. I think you are so good with your words. And no, really, I loved you sharing your experiences about mental health, but also about like just being a college athlete coming out of that and like not having a sport, not having a direction. And were you injured? So did that kind of like end your Mm-hmm. I so, say like career, but yeah. Yeah. So like the term now that I'm even just trying to like, people are probably sticking his name up, but it's like not talked about. So I'm like, just, I want it to be a term of phrase is like post-career syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the kind of idea is, especially with athletes and it can happen to high school athletes, college athletes, pro athletes is just the idea of like, you spend your whole life hyper-focused on one area of your life. And then just one day it's gone. And yeah. just like, and especially typically athletes, and this could be happening with musicians, a lot of different things, but athletes are very like hyper-focused, determined, block out the noise. So when like your whole entire life is focused around area, when it's gone, it's just like an incomplete identity crisis. And for me, it was injury. So not that it's worse or better. I, I've had many conversations with people like on my Instagram and YouTube and like girls who know what's coming and yep. it's like knowing an impending doom. It's like your last season, you almost can't focus on your, you can't, you almost can't enjoy it because you're like, this is the end. Like what do we do after? Yeah. And so that's tough. But then at the same time, it, when, if you're out with an injury like me, is it was a weird, like, uh, it was just one day. I didn't even realize it was happening until one day someone asked me at, while I was injured, like, Oh, what do you do? And I just like stared at this guy blankly. I was like, Oh, like I used to be like, Oh, I do this and this. And I'd have like yeah. a list off. Like, I was quite like proud. And then I was like, I was like, oh, I'm just a random girl at the bar right now. I have, like, I have nothing cool to say. And it yeah. was just like, not that you need saying cool, but I just like, I didn't have any identification of who I was outside of sports and like what I could do. And so I went through, many of phases right after that and just got into a very dark place, which, uh, I've talked about on the panel and like, it just tried to kind of end it all because there was, I was like there, I, I did my life. I was like, I, I went yeah. to play college and I guess that like, what do I do after that? Cause especially with college and it, I always knew I wasn't going to go pro. It wasn't like I lost those dreams, but then you had the dawn on, like, I was so focused on going to college and playing sports yes. in college. You almost said it's like an awakening. Like there's you got to live about 50, 60, hopefully 80 more years after this. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. And you're kind of sitting there wondering, like you have, you don't have any other dreams. You don't have any other goals because you hit them all. So it's like, well, what am I supposed to be interested in now? What am I supposed to do with every day? Cause I know you have scheduled practices and then when you're not practiced, you're watching film or you know, you're involved. That is your entire life. And if you don't have other hobbies or other interests, it's like Mm -hmm. you have nothing else to do to consume your time with. And especially because with you, it ended unexpectedly, like that would be such a challenge. And I'm happy and proud that you're able to talk about that. Cause I feel like there are a lot of younger girls on here who maybe they're in the same situation or they're looking for other ways or other things to do, or this is coming on the horizon, like you said. Mm-hmm. So I guess kind of how did you then pivot to fitness? Like was that a long process or how did you kind of come out and where do you feel like you stand now? So it was like, honestly, like, and not to scare anyone, like, I hope you can learn from my mistakes is like, it was maybe like a six to eight year process after of like figuring it out. Cause I didn't even realize I was in it. Like, yeah. I didn't even realize it was an identity. Cause like, that's the thing about athletes. Typically it's very like, willpower like put a strong face on put your emotions aside like so you almost like don't dig into it yeah and it was you know it was several years ago I'm not the youngest person around and so it was mental health wasn't as openly talked about or known about so like anxiety was just kind of a 
turn of phrase. It wasn't like an actual like disorder back then. And so I didn't even know it was happening or anything. And it, like you said, suddenly you go from having very structured day, everything involved around sports, every single thing, your hobbies were sports. So you didn't have time to develop hobbies or creativity. And so like, for me, I didn't even get a, like, I was always interested in music and entertainment, but I didn't even have time to even like consider that because it was like sports and academics to be better at sports. And then like, that's why even for me, I was like, I'm good at academics. Med school seems obvious. And like the irony towards all this is that when I got injured, I spent a lot of time in hospitals and that was, I was like, Oh, I hate this. Like, I hate being in here. Like, this is depressing. Like not to all my healthcare workers, first of all, we love you. The round of applause. Thank you for getting us Literally, We love love you. Love you. Like, that's why I was like, I couldn't be you. I realized I was like, I'm not up for this. And then that was like a whole identity crisis right there of being like, I don't know what I do for a living. I don't have hobbies. And so I just like, honestly, was like, I'm just, I enjoy going out with my friends. I'm going to get a bar job. And that was literally just just to pay the bills. Cause I was also dead broke, moved yeah. out at 18, had no money, didn't have a scholarship. Uh, so I was like, Hey, I'm just going to start bartending. And I just put one foot in front of the other. And then eventually over time kind of gave myself the freedom to just try things. And if anyone's in it right now, I'm like, just be curious. Like if you are in a transitional pace in your time, don't think you have to have the answer. And I think yes. you know, world has definitely put it as like, you have to have the answers. Like, no, no, no. This is like freedom. Think of it as like, I can dabble in anything. Like, yes. and that's why I think my channel, I've eventually just encompassed that all together. Now I'm just curious about many things. And once I gave myself the freedom to just be like, you know what? I am curious about music and I'm curious about making videos and being, you know, and then I just started dabbling. And then through that dabble, I eventually got to where I am today. Cause I just started making YouTube videos and started posting about fitness. I had to rehab my knee because of, uh, the injury. And that's what got me into the weight room. And so it was just yeah. like, just being curious and knowing more and more. And it, it's crazy where it can allow you to end up. I totally agree with you on, I feel like when we're 20 or we're out of college, 21, 22 ish mm-hmm. age, you feel like you need to have it all together. And there's like this expectation of that. And I remember graduating college and thinking, what am I supposed to do? I'm a full adult. Mm -hmm. I've gone through school, but I have no idea what to even do with my life. Like I have a bachelor's degree, but that means nothing. And Uh you're kind of just like in this point where I love that you say, just kind of give yourself freedom because a lot of times like you think you're so old and you should have it all figured out, but you don't have to, Like you are so young. I feel like your twenties are 100% your experimental phase. I feel like maybe when you hit 35, you might actually have a clue of what's going on, Uh but before that, absolutely not. No, I feel like anyone, I remember being like 21 and like working in the bar and be like, Oh God, I'm so old. And Oh my God, if you're 21, let's say like, you can literally screw up your entire twenties. And if you get to the end of your twenties being like, I just hate all a B through Z kind of like whatever alphabet after then you succeeded. Like just figure out some stuff you like. And then you can start at 30. Like you do not like we, we all forget like the back, (laughs) this is going to be more, but back (laughs) in the idea you had to like have everything figured out by 25. So people died at 50. Like, you know, I mean, that was half your life. We are living a lot longer. So we got way more time. For sure. I totally agree with that. And Gary V who's one of my favorite, I don't know if you. Oh yeah. I've religiously listened. (laughs) I love that man because he is always preaching you are so young and you have so Mm -hmm. much time you know he says he didn't build his empire till he was 40 50 everybody knows who gary v is he's like you're 27 and you're over here freaking out because you don't know what you're doing yet he's like Mm -hmm. you have 50 years 
to figure it out. Like you are going to be okay. So I just, I love that because even now I get in my head, I'm like, oh, I want like this, this, and this done. And I feel like I'm behind and it's like, no, I'm doing okay. We have the time. And I know that's actually kind of controversial because I feel like some people are like, you don't have time. You need to do it now. And I feel like, you know, there's always like a balance between what things you do have time for and what things, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you should get your act together. But still, I feel like I, I love hearing that for me at least. And that's even a great example of like, if you feel like you're like, oh, I should have this and this and this, and it's cheesy, but that gratitude and like, how many people are looking at like everything you have accomplished and like, oh, I wish I had that, like the, whatever the case is. And also who you surround yourself with. I think that's a big example of like certain areas around the world or certain cities, like expect it's a bit more homebody. Or if you go to like a bigger city, it's a bit more like I knew I grew up in Edmonton, which is very much like married, have kids. settle down in your lifetime job by 25. And when I moved to Vancouver and Toronto, everyone's single at 35. So it's just like also where you surround yourself with like, and it's different. Those people might have a bit more family life for the people in the bigger cities have more work life and nothing's right or wrong. And then they just flip it then. So there is no time frame anymore. Yeah. And I think another thing, since we're just kind of on this topic is like, I felt like my life had to look a certain way or I had to do certain things in a certain order, or, Mm -hmm. you know, now that Darian and I've decided to have kids, like my kids need to be two years apart, you know, or some magical, I just feel like a lot of times we get pressured that we have to fit these quote unquote boxes or things of the past, but everybody's life is our own. Like Uh we all have the opportunity to take control and to just make it however we want. Like it, it doesn't matter. And I felt like I just felt the weight of the world. Like I needed to have all my kids by, you know, 28 or 30 Mm -hmm. or something, you know, and it's like, no, I can take my time and enjoy it. I can make the decisions for myself and completely take control of whatever those decisions are. So anyways, another little tangent spiel, but I, I don't know. I just, I love it. Yeah. And like, I just want to like chime in and like talk to us. I that like has inspired me so much that you do. And like, it's so unique. And like, I hope more women start to show this is, and this is, I'm I'm not, I don't want to be judgmental, but like, it was very much that picture. It's like career kids. And that's what we've been painted for so long, especially like 25, either you're going to have kids and all you are is a mom. And that's all that matters. And you put your career aside or on the flip side, you're like someone who doesn't have kids, your career, and then you're losing ticking time bomb. And like, you're sacrificing if you do one or the other, it's like, oh, you don't care much about your career. If you have kids on the flip and like, you've done such an amazing spot thought of like, I almost forget you're a mom sometimes that like, you're such like a boss babe doing it. And then I see you with Vinny. And then I was like, Oh my God, she's such an amazing mother. And it's just like knowing like you can also do both. Like you don't have to be like, I'm just this or that I'm going to take a bit of this and that. And of course you have to make sacrifices and I know how hard you work, but it's just nice. So nice seeing role models like you that are like, Oh, you're going to invent the life that you like want. And it's not the quote unquote, like status quo. And you're like, no, this is how I want it. And this is how I'm going to build it. Thank you. That is it's, so nice to hear. Cause it's it is, so inspiring. You made my day. You made my day. So thank you. Seriously. It is one of those things where part of me feels guilt that like I am a working mom and that, you know, maybe I'm not always able to be with Vinny 24 seven and that I, it's, it's tough because it is just one of those things where, and then it's the other flip side, you know, the moms who don't work. They're like, Oh, I wish I had a little bit of a break. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you got to just kind of enjoy it for what it is, but hundred percent, I feel like it is create your own life, whatever you want to do. And 
I'm truly learning and like stepping into the role of my life is what I want of it. And that's enough. I don't need anybody else's like approval for what I do with my life. I don't know why I still like kind of seek that like, oh, is what I'm doing okay? But it's like, I'm a grown adult. I can pave my own way. And hopefully the people around me love and support the decision that decisions I'm making. But it's a scary thing. Growing up, becoming an adult, like, oh, oh, it's so real. And like, it's, it's like the blessing and curse that you kind of get that like F you attitude eventually that you're like, you know, what, I'm going to do me. I don't really care. But at the same yeah. time, there's still always that judgmental. You just hear the one thing we're humans. And there's I know. the older you get, the more opinions you realize there is out there. And so the more voices, so you, yeah. but you kind of just get a little, I don't want to say harder. You just get tougher. You're just like, no, yeah. I'm going to stay in my lane and you're a bit more understanding, but it's by no means easy. For sure. Oh, well, did you, you totally made my day Kelty. So thank you. Oh. I'm just, just know every time you, you pop I'm on, ready. like everything, I'm just like, oh my God, how does she, and it's just like, it's cool and unique and amazing and like inspiring. Like I think you don't even realize how many girls are inspiring, like with a whole just d- different way to pave life. And so it's, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Thank you. I love it too. I love little Vinny and I love oh. working. So it's, it's, it's a blessing that I can balance both. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. So yeah. Yay. Studying. I know. I know. Okay. So you're somebody who, you're somebody who is good at setting boundaries and we had the chat. You're a two phone queen. <laughs> I've got my burner phone. <laughs> and it's the best thing. And like people, sometimes I have both and people at the gym must be like, is this girl a drug dealer? She- <laughs> like, oh my, like they, oh my God. But yeah, I got to tell, you got to tell the podcast listeners. I, I got to tell, I have so many boundaries and this is, if you want to get into this world, even like I used to be like, this is just kind of online, but now we're all online. And so yeah. like, this is why I try and I realized it's a privilege to be able to afford have two phones, but I'm like, you know what? It is a lot cheaper than extensive therapy. So yeah. that's what I've told. And like one of my phones is very small, like next to no budget. But what I have done is I have a work phone. It has all my social media. It has all my emails, all my contacts. Like pretty much everything is on there. And then I have another phone that's my boring phone. And it has, I think 10 people have access to it. So it's like my boyfriend, mom, my brother, and like my eight best friends. And that's kind of like, and I'm very, like, I don't want to be mean, like not having yeah. people, but like the idea is like anyone who talks to me on there will never talk about work. will never talk about anything like that. I don't have any fun apps. Like all the apps I have are like super boring. Like, what do I have? I have, um, <laughs> I have tough. weather, my Aurora <laughs> ring, Strava, a couple like fitness classes I book. I have my calculator notes, uh, Uber, uh, some like Uber eats and then like just all the utility apps. So like, so what I do is at around 8 PM or whenever it works off, I take my work phone and I hide it. And then my phone is incredibly boring after. And it's a nice, what was happening, especially during COVID is like 9 PM. I get a buzz and then suddenly I'm like, Oh, work. And then I'm working. And then you suddenly you're like, Hey, I might as well. And then for me, I'm one of those people that like, if someone's to do this, I have to get it done right then. Like you can't have that weighing on me. And so I was constantly working. And then also I got into what was really the catalyst is one day I opened up my YouTube app and I had one video that wasn't my audience. It was another influencer's audience to come. And so they didn't really have any reference to who I was and they didn't watch the whole video. Anyways, it mm. was 
yes. the most negative comment. And I have a very positive channel. That's why it was yeah. like, I, I, I don't, and it was just like people who just did it. So they just saw the thumbnail and just commented. So there, there's no hate, but suddenly 2 AM I'm scrolling through hundreds of comments of just absolute mayhem. And then I was like, I have to turn my life upside down. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. And I was like, I, I don't know. And I went into an entire tailspin and I think it was like April, 2020. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then just burning myself out. And then I'd grow to hate YouTube, but I, I love it. It's one of my biggest passions. Yeah. So I, and I didn't know how to carpent, like to separate the two. Cause I was like, when am I actually working in what's YouTube? And so I realized it's like, if I want to make this business, if I want to do this long-term, if I want to keep growing, I have to treat this like a business. And so the first thing I did was get two phones. And now I definitely like, I like the idea of thinking like I did as sports is there's a time when I'm performing, like I'm, I'm yes. setting up for when I'm on camera, like I want to be fully energized. I want to be excited. And like, but that involves being away from it. It doesn't involve like being it there every 24 seconds. Yes. And so it is completely reunited. And also when you're constantly consuming, you don't really have time to like be creative because you're just kind of like always copying some people or just yes. like this person saying that, but those outside of the box things are created when you're not consuming. 100%. 100%. We've yes. had this conversation before. So I was so excited to have this because I 100% agree with you. I do not like to scroll too much because then my creativity, my voice is drowned out. I have no ideas. Totally, I'm overwhelmed totally. and I'm completely just like consuming things. Whereas and it almost even spikes my anxiety a little bit because I'm like, oh no, like it's like overwhelming is what I would say. Yes. And Hopefully. so totally. Oh, I, oh, man. Today I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Shrink Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day. Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era. And this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are going to cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes and salmon as well. Big salmon girly over here. We're trying to get all of our protein gains and this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill. They also have a dip tray at the bottom. This is probably my favorite feature of these grills. You can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray, and then it's going to create these brown bits. And you can add butter, spices, oils into that dip tray also, and then pour all the juices back onto the steak. And this makes such a big difference in flavor. This this grill isn't just for steak, though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your shrink grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K, shrink grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a shrink grill. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try 
try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Also, you getting hate on YouTube. Oh, Kelty. It's one of those, like, and you got to take it. And like, I've always, you know, there's one of two ways you can go about it. I was like, someone is really offhand and just like says something that's, yeah, I think really mean. I'm like, usually they're hurting. So I like try to be like, if someone yeah. is that mean, I try and like, hey, this or I, another one, I was like, they just don't have context to who I am. And I was yes. like, okay, that's, you know, like that video was very much like it was like, I don't even want to bring attention to it, but it was, yep. I had done yep. another influencers program and I just, and I completely hyped them up in it. I was like, oh, it's just for me. And like, and, but their audience came in and was like, thought mm. I was bashing them because they just saw the thumbnail and the, the thumbnail wasn't it. even that bad. But then like, I just had to separate them. Like these people don't know me. Yes. Like my audience knows me. That's valid. Like you, you don't know where, how you fit in someone else's story. And if you want to put yourself out there, uh, it's just kind of the reality, especially the yeah. internet now in the last two years, people are angry. People are yes. burnt out. People are upset. People just have a lot of anger. They don't know where to exert it. So sometimes I just tell myself like, this person is hurting. They have so much anxiety. They're burnt out. And they're just like, they're, they're just angry. They just need something to let it out. So sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I might've made that troll's day a bit better. Cause they just need to and it'd be different if I was talking about really heavy topics, but then the day I'm usually just talking about like, oh, these leggings are awesome. And this workout was fun. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I mean, it's not that deep, what I'm usually yeah. talking about. So I'm like, if this is what someone needs, whatever I look for in that person's life, um, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, going back to your two phones. Oh, yes. I, oh, sorry, I know, sorry, side tangent, but I love that you have a schedule because that's something that I've also worked on is having that boundary. And I think I wouldn't have had one if Darian and I didn't start a family because I know before we had Vinny, I mean, it's social media. People are up 24 yeah. seven. It's a global yeah. thing. And I would just be on so much more. And mm -hmm. I feel that there's been a huge weight lifted because I have a schedule and a boundary with that. Yeah. And even though... I know a lot of people listening aren't content creators, or maybe they are, but I feel like having some kind of boundary, whether you're not looking at your phone the first hour of the day or the last yeah. hour of the day, even 30 minutes, start with mm -hmm. 10 minutes, start with you don't touch your phone first thing in the morning, you buy a yeah. different alarm clock. But I feel like having a little bit of separation from our phones can be so beneficial to just disconnect and be able to be truly in tune with like who we are. What do you think oh, about that? I could like go on forever about this topic of like, and I'm the same, like I'm a workhorse. Like that's, yeah. I, I can constantly keep going and going, but I've 
every time. And now I've gotten a bit more aware of it. Like even right now I'm in a bit of like, we we're talking, I was like, Oh, I'm a little burnout stage. So I'm like this weekend, you're putting your phone away. You're yeah. actually doing less. You're not doing more. Cause usually everyone's default is like, you're doing so much. It's not working. You go online, you see this person bought this house. This person is creating this video. This person is wearing that. Yeah. And then you're like, I need to do that. And I need to do more and more. And everything you're doing is like crappy because you're doing everything. Yes. You're constantly pumping out and pumping out and pumping out. And yet it all looks the same because you just see this person and you see, I, I need to do that. So I need to do that. And that's why like the constant consumption is just like, it's our, our brains aren't hardwired to take in that much no. information. We aren't. And like, we realize like we have maybe in like 300 years when we have a chip in our brain, but right now we're not there. We're not evolved <laughs> to consume as much as we do. There better never and be so, a chip in my brain, girlfriend. I, I hope I'm long gone before that happens. <laughs> but Elon Musk, I don't know. That guy's crazy. Our spirits are going to come out of nowhere. You can't catch us. <laughs> yeah. Running I'll away. You seem bolt, like yeah. breaking hundred meter dashes real oh, fast. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. But that's what I was like. You just, we're not meant to. And the second, every single good idea um, has been when like I step away. And that's why I need to okay. put those schedules and like every good idea, every good video is usually the ones that I'm like, I just need to step away and just do almost do less. And it's uncomfortable, but you're actually doing more because it's just like you hundred, actually hundred meter sprint on Usain Bolt is the best example. If he yeah. were running a marathon before and then had to run the hundred meter versus if he just rested for the day, yeah, who's going to do better. Oh, and like, chills. it's like, that's the best analogy I can give about so quality. True. And especially social media, there's a lot of fast food content. Like not, not, I don't want to hate on any kind of content, but I feel like it's because people feel such a pressure and this is, and I say content creation, because this can go for anyone. Like everyone's creating, every business is creating, everyone's kind of involved. Like I have best friends who own businesses. My best friend's a injector nurse. I'll give her as an example. And she has to do social media for her business. And she's constantly like, I, I just can't keep up with this. And I was like, you do less, do less than quality. And I think that would just help with so much of this anxiety we're all feeling instead of just getting this constant random hits and just this, and then it makes it more competitive versus people creating yeah. arcs that they're proud of. Yes. And you know what? I'm so glad we're having this conversation because this week I filmed a YouTube video really fast. I like to post on Mondays <laughs> and I just, I was like, am I being too hard on myself or am I just throwing this up to meet my, I upload on Monday? And I was like, I'm Mm -hmm. just, I was like, I felt bad for letting people down. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not posting this because this truly isn't what I want to put out. I have been focusing so much more on quality because of two things. One, I actually do like fighting exactly what you said of there is so much content and everybody's doing the same thing and trying to one up where it's like taking a step back really does help push you forward almost like a rest day right like you're training you're training your body physically needs rest days in order to rebuild that muscle that you have been spending hours breaking down physically scientifically you need rest days so it's like i love that and i so i'm kind of patting myself on the back then for not posting because that like weight of not posting that video Mm -hmm. was so heavy on me but I just feel like I made the right decision now because oh, it is that thing funny. of like, you don't want to feel irrelevant. You don't want to, you know, get behind. And, you know, there are a lot of people like waiting for new content that I mm-hmm. love filming. Like I started yeah. this and I'm sure you started this, oh, yeah. Miss wanting to be on Grey's Anatomy because <laughs> we freaking love yeah. to be creative and to express yeah. ourselves this way. 
Like that's what makes me happy. I don't want a YouTube editor because I freaking love being creative and sharing it that way. So doing less is more sometimes taking that away. And and actually a little fun fact, and this is just to like cement the thought and this is like a little insider. (laughs) I don't actually know if I'm allowed to say this, but um, Mm -hmm. sorry, Dylan. Uh, So I have a YouTube manager and I, what his name was Dylan. So that's I used him, but (laughs) Way back when I was in Toronto, I got invited to this like YouTube meetup. Like not YouTube, it was like a presentation because Google owns YouTube. It was by Google mm-hmm. for like some YouTubers in Toronto. So a bunch of us got selected. Cool. And it was, I know it sounds weird, but it was an entire workshop about balancing creativity. And at first I was like, what is this hobo jobo, like random, like what, what <laughs> is I was like I don't even know if that's a word. That word made no sense, but uh, it was just like, I was like, oh, what is this? But then I, then the entire thing was about, and this is why I love YouTube is that they even think of this. It was about treating your creativity like a muscle and like realizing it's a finite source. And that like this idea that this kind of lack of air terms guns your head content, be more creative, be more in this. Like, yeah. and no wonder people make really bad mistakes because they're like, how do I just, and you're, you're no longer see the direction you're supposed to be going yes. when you're constantly, cause you're like constantly at the front and this new trend comes. So you're like, okay, pivot to that trend. And yeah. I was like, pivot to this trend, pivot. And like, if you were to just take step back break, you're like, this is why I'm doing it. This is the direction I want to go. And just think of your creativity and that kind of thing as a muscle and it needs rest days. And so I literally have scheduled in like creativity rejuvenation on the weekends where I'm like, it's just about like being in nature and I listen to good music and I go on a run. And like, I don't really take in anything that's trend. Like if I'm going to listen to something, it's something that's like a hundred years old. That's like stood the test of time. Like nothing like (laughs) hot. Shakespeare. No, I'm not actually, I'm not that like artsy, but it was I'm like, sorry, you're running to Shakespeare now. It, it's a beachy, but I'll, I'll pretend it's like Beethoven. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I, I totally agree because I had, I think I have set myself. I don't want to say that. That's not good, but I see a difference because I take Sundays off completely. Like I am not on my phone and I feel bad because sometimes people even text me and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't even have my phone on Sundays. I don't go on social media. I, it is completely off. And I love having set that boundary for me because it gives me that time to disconnect. And I feel like I've talked about that a lot on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of people listening aren't content creators. So I'm trying to see maybe how we can connect this to everybody in the world. But Mm -hmm. I think even with like work and trying to balance everything, you've got to find a way to disconnect, to be able to refill mm-hmm. your cup, finding whatever those things are. And I feel like a lot of those things for people are working out in the gym. Mm-hmm. That it is a true escape for so many people because it's a time where a lot of us can just hone in and focus on ourselves and not be a little selfish, but in a way, be a little selfish. And mm-hmm focus on whatever goal we want to push for ourselves and be able to, you know, still hit new goals. Exactly. And I think it's actually relevant to everyone. Like, yeah, ours is like, cause we're actually creating on there, but I think everyone feels it in the sense that like, you're constantly comparing yourself yes. and like, you're not allowing yourself to make your own opinions when you're constantly being told you should think this, you should buy this, you should look like this. And like, so I think everyone has that. And the best example I could give is like, remember when Instagram was down like a couple months ago for a day? Oh, oh yes. nice was that. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, yes. this is amazing. It was great. And it and should happen more often. You know what? So many people were freaking out about that too. Yeah. 
I remember at first I was like, oh, why won't my posts go up? Like I worked hard on this. Yeah. Like I want to. We all like, like checking our Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, it's off. Okay, bye. Like it actually Stay wasn't. Off. Yeah. It was kind of cool. But that's true. A, I, I wish that like once a month, all social media was like timeout. And we all just got to go live life. Like ready player one, they had yes. to take Sundays off from the metaverse. Like I wish that was yes. actually a thing. And it just allowed you to like take in everything. Cause I think that's probably you're constantly taking in and allow yeah. yourself to process it and like mm-hmm. figure out your own opinions and all that. I think we all need that. Do you think people have a false sense of reality because of social media and everything that's going on? Well now, like oh. even the metaverse, what, like, what do you think? Oh, I think like we like we almost are in the metaverse when you think about it because people think how much we do to post about now. It's actually absurd when you think about it. Like how much of our days are online, how much people we meet. Like, and it's nothing wrong. I met my boyfriend, I met my best friends, like so many people online. Like it's a beautiful thing. Like I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't online. But it I think it's just like a so much is tied and like how often if you're constantly reading news headlines and that, and mm-hmm. you're like the world is burning versus when like you go walk by the water it's not really for you. And not that you can be completely unaware of what's going on in the world. You should, and that's the balance and that's the hard part. You should be aware and be responsible, but at the same time, you can't let it burn you out and just constantly taking in negativity. You have to remember like, there's no one attacking you at the grocery store. Yeah. So I think a big takeaway from today's episode then would be set boundaries for yourself, whatever they are, whatever they are in your life, in your relationships too, Mm -hmm. in friendships, if people aren't meeting your needs and you set boundaries and everything, social media, online and work. I think that that, that's good. I love that. I will say not to completely contradict us, but with sanity boundaries, I do also want to normalize. I think that's become such a common term that people like, I have to have a boundary for everything. Mm. Like, you don't have to be so rigid. You can't be like, don't you dare. Like sometimes we're a little bit too much in a box. I'm like, have yeah. a structured boundary, but like leave some room for spontaneity. Like, you yeah. know, sometimes your girlfriend's going to call you and be like, there's new passage joint just open up. Do you want to go? And you can't be like, nope. Like you're like, go. So there's like, have structure to like, make sure your energy levels are good, but then like allow life to happen too. And yeah. like, yeah. Acknowledge other people's boundaries. Don't, it's not just about yours. Like acknowledging when your friends need to talk or when they don't want to talk, not just yes. when you can't or you don't. So just think of the person on the other side of the boundaries as well. I love that. Good, good point. Good full circle on that. <laughs> always, always try to see both sides, trying my best. No, which, it, it's to- so true though, because that, I mean, ultimately, that's what gives you good balance is being able to oh, yeah. see both sides and being able to teeter those where, mm-hmm. you know, you're not all hard, hardcore going one way. It's not all yeah. black and white. There is, you know, room, wiggle room for everything. I exactly. really want to talk about, though, oh, you yes. following your new dream and becoming a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds so funny like it's such like a what the hell but I know um so long story (laughs) short and I'm always so embarrassed to talk about it because it's like a classic like influencer is trying to do music like I feel that's always the I know but it's a funny but long story short it's possible like I did 10 years of like classically trained like piano growing up and I got (gasps) in so much yeah so like people don't know because my mom my family I come from a family of sports and musicians like everyone at Christmas time, we play music and like they, they everyone would jam on piano. My cousins are in band. My mom had like this big grand piano. Like we had no money. My mom saved up all her money for this piano. Like Aww. that was like the prize. It's this beautiful thing. But uh, so I did it, but I always got in trouble because I had this really old 
mean piano teacher, but she was like the only one in the neighborhood I could go to. And she hated me because I quote unquote jazzed everything up. So I would like do Beethoven and like classical piano is meant to be played a specific way. It's not like you can't add your own little loop. Oh yeah. And I was riffed in like no tomorrow. She was like, you can't do that I was like a little and funny enough now we just call that remixing but um so yeah I did that and then when I was actually in the end of my basketball career uh I found EDM music like I sneak into we shouldn't talk about this like Skrillex when he was underground to get into the bar to hear like I wouldn't even drink I was just like watch like um and just be like I just love I heard that music for the first time I was like what is this and I just was like so and I think it was just because I was also like 18, 17 when it came out. So it's just like such a prime age. And oh, I fell sure. in love with it and fell in love with Avicii. And I remember going to one music festival and the next morning, I'm just like riding on a high, not, not from illegal substances, but just from like <laughs> being around people in the music. And she got to clarify with these things. But, um, and I was just like, I'm going to do this. And I was like 20 years old. And I was like, I'm going to learn to DJ. And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I had no money. Like, I couldn't afford groceries, let alone DJ equipment. So I like tried to figure it out. I couldn't buy any of these. And I was with the partner at the time. And I remember they were really against that scene because they equivalented like EDM music with raves and drugs. Yeah. And, all that. and I was like, no, like I'm, I'm clear. I just want to make it. And they just talked down and down. So eventually I kind of just like, and I was young, like you don't have the confidence now. I would have like been like, bye peace out I'm gonna go do me but back then you're like oh maybe like that is stupid like I should all that so like suppress the dream for like a long long time um but I've always been into that like if you've ever watched one of my videos you'll notice like the music and like the how I've always like really pride myself with like using music to like evoke emotion in my videos and so that's how I've like fed that and then I think COVID happened and like it was November 2020 and I was just like really lost and just being like, what is the world? And I just kind of had this aha moment of like, this can all end tomorrow. The life world just turned upside yeah. down. And I was like, you know what? I've all, and I was, I was walking downtown Vancouver and I was like, I've always wanted to do this. I was like, you what? just try. So I went home, I had my laptop, I downloaded Serato, which is like DJ software and just start playing around. And then found like online DJ courses and then found a DJ school here in Vancouver. And then like, I, I, I don't even know what it necessarily looks like. My, of course, I would love to headline Coachella and EDC, and that would be like the biggest dream in the world. But even more so, I just found this missing element in the fitness community that like you can't work out without good music. Oh, and, yeah. Like, there's, and so I was just like, and especially now, like I think there's so many people want in-person events, like, and not just mm-hmm. partying at 9 p.m. onwards. Like during the day, there's like how awesome it would be to have massive workout outdoor workout classes and I just think of all you gym shirt girls like leading the class and me DJing it and I was like let's do so it let's like, do it I know that's like what my passion is and like it's just like the funnest thing in the world so I started just yeah recording workouts like hour-long sets that people can listen to you like I have an hour-long hit workout I want music that perfectly matches the vibe so I'm never clicking skip it's like when your energy starts to drop it brought you back up and I'm just like hoping slowly over time to create more and more of that for the fitness industry and see, see what happens. Dude, helping us all out, get through our workouts. I know there's, there's nothing better than a good song when you're no, just like, don't want to work out. Yeah. It seriously boosts your mood and you're just like, I'm ready to go. Like I can take oh. on the world. hundred percent. Music it, is so yeah. powerful in that it's sense. Insane. So that is so fun. Uh, 
I think we've all had that of like that moment where you're just like, I don't want to work out. Life sucks. I'm yeah. sad and all this. Like this even happened to me Monday. Like I'm so drained from traveling. I got to the gym and I was like, I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm haven't unpacked. I just, and I wasn't actually any of those things. I was just like mentally blah. And I just, this one song came on shuffle and I was like, you know what? You could take on this workout. You're going to go like do some sprints. You're going to go to the weight section. You're not just going to foam roll. And like, it just like completely changed my mood. Yeah. And I had like the best workout I've had in a while. Oh, way to go. That's all yeah. to music. Yeah. We're going to see of so- Kelty's. DJ awesome. KLC. <laughs> oh, you did DJ part of the Gymshark event. So that was cool. That was amazing. That was like such a dream good trip. Cause I kind of started hinting at Gymshark that like events were starting to happen. I was like, I know you guys need a DJ yeah. for it. And like, and then they were like, and Marissa, who's my Gymshark manager, who I love to death, she was like, we do need a DJ. What do you want to? And so yeah, I got a DJ it. And that was just like literally a dream come true. It was like it's crazy how things just kind of work out. If you're like, I don't know the exact direction. I just want to keep doing it and keep working harder. And then sometimes things just collide and there you go. And you just made it happen. So proud it of you. made my life. Seeing all you girls, just like meeting people and just like dancing around and then I got to play the music. And then like, I, I just see so many of you girls and like your subscribers or followers that come up to you and they're just, it was just the best vibes. And I'm like, I just want this every single weekend. I know me too. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I know more meetups, Gymshark, more, more meetups, meetups, please. I know. Oh. oh, I'm going to the Arnold this weekend. Are you going? I'm not. Oh, oh. I thought about it for a second, but I just got back from LA yeah. and I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, well, I, otherwise I would just show it up on yeah. my own. Oh, I'm like, yeah. where do I even go? Yeah. Do I, do? I don't have like a sponsor or anything like that. So I would have just been like, <laughs> help me, Hi, guys. please. Hi. I'm like, okay. Just like, I just be like a random person in line at the expo. I'm like, I just wanted yeah. to see Brittany. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, this crazy fat. I'm like, no, I know her. Like, oh, no, sure. we're like, I swear, I swear. <laughs> what were you doing in LA? Uh, so many of things. So it was just like, uh, it was my best friend's birthday Aww. and she wanted to go somewhere warm. And she's like, uh, she'd never been to LA. She thought Mexico and all this. And Anna, uh, like Green Anna Ness was in LA. And then I just wanted to get down there and I got me and her wanted to meet up for a long time. Yeah. There's so many girls in LA and just like, I, I know it's just a good place to pop in and meet people and Always. just especially with what we do. So I was like, why don't we just combine everything? I was like, Anna's there. I get my friends there. So it was like a girl's trip slash work trip. So it was a lot, but it was like so much fun. And just LA is LA. You love to hate it, oh, but yeah. it's, it's so fun. It's so fun. But then you're like, I left it being like, I'm a hollow human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that really just how my, you feel? I was like the best way I could describe it is I felt like I had noodle arms and like swollen legs from just like standing and like working out funny and just like I felt so sore, but like I don't even know. It was just like a different level of sore and depleted, but full. And just like I was just like, I yeah. I have nothing like just even like editing videos. I was like, the, we're talking about creative rejuvenation. There was none in me. Like I, my creativity would have been like, not even TikTok worthy, nothing. I was like, I'm just staying off the internet. No, like I couldn't even like, just, you know, the classic, like you just like put some line over a a noise, like make it a meme. I couldn't even think of that. I was like, I, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. You know, that makes me feel a little bit better because the past two days have been like that, where I'm like, I just, I got nothing in the tank. Like I just, I can't be creative. So you just take a break, you know, you're doing the best you can. Yep. 
You can't lift PRs every day and you can't think of cinematic masterpieces every day Uh, or just, yeah, no, definitely not. So don't expect it. I was like, I know I'm working on, like even we talked about earlier, just scaling back and Mm -hmm. kind of even learning where to take away from, because I definitely put way too much on Mm -hmm. my plate and, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit overly ambitious sometimes and I'm like, I want to do all Mm -hmm. these things. And I'm like, I have time. I can wait a little bit. I don't have to do everything today in this one hour. So learning learning to figure that out. It's so hard though. It's so hard, especially like in social media where it's like, you should be on Instagram or you should be on TikTok or Snapchat, oh no YouTube cool. podcast. And like every day and it's like TikTok's over here being like YouTube said and YouTube's like, we're about to take over TikTok. It's all like, I they're know. all, and I was like, where are we supposed to be? It is. <laughs> and so I just, uh, yeah. But then I remember, I was like, yeah, I think we just got to do what we want to do. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? I am very sporadically. That's very so like uh right when like COVID happened that was a classic like April 2020 I was like let's do this and like a couple popped off and I was like I love this and then TikTok just got really negative I was like I'm deleting this app and I'm stepping away for a year and now I'm like just going on and I'm just having fun with it like uh, I think it is and I don't want to make excuses but coming from YouTube where like everything is so produced and created like every second of YouTube like video for me is like so thought out yes amazing I appreciate it but it's always like like you said everything I am so like a certain pause I overthink of like the yeah. camera and all that so then just go my rationale was like how do I condense a YouTube video in 10 seconds and like that's what I thought TikTok yeah. was and now now I'm just trying to be like no just I just want to talk to my audience and just like just another it's kind of like a less curated Instagram is what I'm trying to think yeah. which I I like so now I'm dabbling now I'm dabbling fun oh i'll have to have to check you out girl thank you no judgment it is it is all over the place like i was like some days i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and it's like everything you're not supposed to do with creating content it's relatable though just there we go yeah relatable queen we'll call it i'll take it (laughs) what is one thing you wish you told or if you could right now what is one thing you would tell your younger self um it's a tough. i don't know how to phrase this perfectly but not to like pigeonhole yourself into one category so much and like allow curiosity and so i think the biggest example if i go back to my high school self because i did have so many passions that i didn't even allow myself to consider because of sports and they're the best things and i love it but like the best example I, I was doing, I was making little videos, home videos at home. Yeah. And I thought it was so fun. And at no point did I like even allow myself because it was like, oh, that was a waste of time. But if you have fun doing something, even like when I was talking about DJing, like I was like, I really want to do this. And then everyone's like, ah, oh, no, it seems silly. Like for whatever reason, if you're just curious about something, like allow yourself the freedom to do it. And like, don't, it's tough because a lot of people be like, oh, you're, you're a new thing every week. And a lot of people judge you like that. Be like, oh, she's got this new hobby. And I think that's so mean to do to people when they're, everyone's just trying to figure it out. And you don't yes. know if you like saying until you try it. So like, if you enjoy saying, try it, be curious and don't be like, oh, I have to do this. And I, I'm doing it because I want to be the biggest, best set in the world. Like, no, I'm just curious about it. I'm just going to dabble my feet and maybe it will be my thing, but just like allow yourself the freedom to be curious. I love that. I love that so much because 
it reminds me of like all of my hobbies that I don't quite have as much time for right now. I actually yeah. love the piano so much. <gasps> I did not know that about yeah. you. So every, oh my God. Well, and I didn't know that about you either, but every summer we would like move mm. and we wouldn't have any friends like me and my brothers because mm. my dad is in the army. And so like we would just have each other to hang out with. And one year, my little brother like learned a million songs on the piano. And so like he would teach me and like that's what we would do. We would play the piano mm-hmm. together. And it was so fun. Oh so my we'd God, like that's amazing. practice our songs together. And I just like, I love it. Like I wish I had a piano now and I wish I could yeah. keep practicing and playing that. And like watercolor, I, I mm-hmm. used to paint, oh I mean, every day. Yeah. And I don't paint anymore. So it's like, I kind of want to keep, it's just, it's kind of like a reminder of, yeah, explore those things. And, yeah. you know, I kind of want to pick up some new hobbies if I have time, you know, and I think, make, make time. And like, make time. And also like the, we were talking about like taking the break. And I think a break doesn't always just mean like, oh, I'll just sit there and do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I think a break would be going and doing that water painting. Yeah. And like, especially if you can, and that's why music's been really good for my YouTube as well. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I need a break. I still want to be creative and I still want to do like rest doesn't always look like doing nothing. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like filling my cup in different ways. So if you spend the day, like Sunday, we're going to go do some piano or we're going to do it. Like you're still doing stuff, but it's crazy how suddenly just rewiring your band. We can go to whole science. That'd be a whole podcast in itself, but like the neuroscience behind just generating different synapses. And I butchered yeah. all of that science right there, but just taking the time to be creative in other ways, that's going to allow you to think of outside the box ideas. And you bring that to Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. And it's instead of just trying to filter through other people's content, you're going to come with this completely unique idea just because you're creative in a different world. Yeah. Oh, so many gems, so many so many insights from this. Seriously. All over the place. But I hope hopefully someone hopefully something resonates with somebody. So you know if it resonates with anybody, it resonates with me. So maybe that, that this is podcast was for me. That's your point. It was person. a little therapy, a little therapy session with it Brittany. Was. We just talked about creativity. I love it. I love it. Oh, I really do love it. Is there mm-hmm. anything else you want to kind of end the podcast with? Anything we didn't touch on? I mean, I you guess let me know. I I've got to drop one thing that I do, do every single YouTube, everything. Melissa listening. Melissa. Yes. You, I'm worried you are not properly hydrated. So I'm going to tell you to <laughs> drink some water. <laughs> so Melissa and Megan while we're here. So just, just go, go drink some water. If you're listening, I'm, I'm worried about your hydration. Oh, that's right. You're always telling people to drink their water as they should drink your water. I know. It, it gives me the best satisfaction knowing every time on YouTube, I just call it a random name and someone like watching is like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's just like, it just feels like it just like jumps out of the screen and like, yeah, it just feels like I'm actually there. So I have always found so listen, Megan, I, I apologize if I just made you jump a little bit, but I, I get a sick satisfaction from it. <laughs> I might be the villain. I might be the villain. <laughs> I love it. Am I the villain? Am I the I problem? Know. Is it me? <laughs> I was like, sometimes I hear that growth is realizing you're the villain in somebody else's story. Oh, <laughs> let's like... not talk about that because, uh... oh, let's, yeah, let's just, uh, just pretend, oh. just cut, let's, no. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> cut, 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 let's not dive into that. <laughs> oh, it has been so fun having you yeah. on. I can't thank you oh, enough listen. for agreeing to be on here and I just, I took, I seriously took so many insights from this. So I hope other people were able to get something. And if not, they were reminded to drink their water. 
Exactly. That's all we got out of it. It's, it's worth it. I just want to say thank you for everything you do. Like there's, you're just such a light in the fitness community and like such a good role model. And even this podcast that like there's some podcasts, not, it's just like, they leave you feeling icky and nothing gets them. It's just like, if you're listening to the news, for example, you leave it yeah. and you're like, Oh, that was heavy. Whenever I listen to one of your podcasts, I'm like, Oh, that was like, that was like oh, replenished my cup. It's energy. And like, cool. it makes you like want to go do things. So I just want to say like, keep doing it. And we appreciate you. And thank you for having me on. Thank you. That is so sweet. Oh, I'm so glad people were <laughs> seriously. Thank you. I'm glad people were able to listen to you and, you know, find your channel. Cause you, I agree. I think you are also like, I feel the same way about you, about being a light and just being so fun and happy and positive. And I love that you've experienced a lot of things and that you can talk about a lot of those things. Whereas you are a light for people who are younger, who are going through those things where, you know, sometimes we have to realize, oh, we go through these really tough experiences mm -hmm. so that we can talk to other people yeah. and help other people through them. So I love that. And keep doing what you're doing. You want to go ahead? Big sister energy. Big, Big sister energy. energy. <laughs> go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you. I just usually my name. So Kelty O'Connor uh, on Instagram, TikTok, if you want to see random content, but my main baby is uh, YouTube. Um, yeah. And so that, those would be my main ones. And there is a podcast coming soon. So, <gasps> so a little insider sneak. It, it will be called Hitting the Bars. But it, when this goes live, I don't think it'll be live, but just keep, I'll keep you posted on YouTube and Instagram when that oh, comes Oh, that's going to be awesome. Well. So, and Brittany will be one of the first few guests. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> please, <Mark>. please, please. <laughs> I'm forcing her. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> I say it on her podcast that so she doesn't have a choice. <laughs> I'm like, ah, got her. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, man. That's so exciting. Congrats. Yeah. You're oh, going to be you. amazing. You're great. You're great to listen to, and you're so much fun. So, I'm really excited for you. Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will see you all next week. Bye. bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save